play ball. Episode 23 of the Bush League Congregation. What up, everybody? Welcome in to the episode 23, as Chris said. Bush League Congregation. How's it going, guys? C-Dub, how you doing today, brother? Excellent. Excellent, brother. How are you? Oh, always peachy keen in summer in Georgia. I didn't just die of sweat today walking the dog. I'll be fine. How about you, Chris? Well, it was was nice till about 2 o'clock, and then it was just like, nope. It's going to be hot as hell for us. Oh, better than last week. Oh, yesterday was beautiful until about 2 o'clock when the wind stopped. And it got miserable. Uh, today, same thing. It was about 85-ish. Yeah, you know? much better today than uh, yeah, last week. Yeah, last, last week was bad, but second you know, other than that, hey, it's another wonderful, great Monday. Uh, at least, we, at least we get to start. It sounds so sad. Like <laughs> great Monday. <laughs> hey, at least we get to get in here on Monday it's and, the and best Monday. You know, talk about a week of baseball. So, yeah. And well, we should probably just shut up and get to work because this what? Hey, I don't think it's that crazy. You don't think it's the? You don't think it was probably the biggest trade deadline of season of, uh, and that I can remember? Best one I remember. Probably the last 20 years or so, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Let's, all, let's all be completely honest. We knew that this was coming with all the free agents to be and all the talk about who's got it, who doesn't have it. This year, we knew this was coming. So, like, are we, like, shocked that what happened happened? Or are we just shocked at who did what, right? We knew that it was going to be big. Well, it was, yeah, I mean, it was more so, like, the the deals that happened, you know, you, you got the, the deal out in L.A., the two deals in New York. I mean, like, none of those were even talked about until right before it happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, especially, sure. yeah, Trey Turner. There, there was, it's kind of popped up right before and, and, and out of nowhere. Just a bunch of just... And then, so, yeah, that, that was kind of shocking. Yeah. But, well, and, Alright, so we'll get that we'll into that one for sure. And we'll get into the rest of the trades. After we go through a couple quick notes, baseball did happen this last week, so let's talk about that real quick before we get real deep, because we're gonna get deep <laughs> So many names, so many teams. Anyway, um Fernando Tatis, right after the trade deadline, um, came up really sour while sliding to avoid a tag at third base. Chris and I actually were watching the game when it happened. It doesn't look good, but they say it's not a big deal. He looked like he was in a lot of pain. I mean, it looks exactly the same as before. Right? And, you know, we, we, we've all said it. Once what? it happens one time, it's it's going to continue. Oh, oh, no, absolutely. I know. So, he's out, what, two weeks? Or did you hear a month? They put him Ten on the 10-day. They say it's just going to depend on how he progresses after that. I mean, if he shows no progression, they may go ahead and elect to have surgery. If it's minor, they may just let him ride it out until Could you imagine? he can play and let him come back to the playoffs, hopefully be yeah. himself, maybe. Could you imagine the shakeup, the uh, trade would have been 
had it been like two days before it happened. Oh, I think he was in San Diego going to panic mode much uh, there, more than they did. There do. may be a, uh, a shortstop that got traded, you know, to L.A. that would be playing shortstop in uh, San Diego. Maybe there's one that... Yeah, because you can't to throw in. Again, we're not going to get in the trade right now. Yeah, but maybe there's one that plays up in the Rockies that... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Didn't get... Again, we're not... Stop it. I can't get into that either, but, like, crazy. Anyway, a sore shoulder, I think, is kind of what they left him with. Um, Jacob DeGrom is also out longer. Um, concerns about his shape. Yeah, inflammation in the forearm, so... Shut him down two weeks. So saying, like, just real quick, saying, like, if he's not, like, seriously injured, this is probably just actually, like, almost like a blessing in disguise, right? This guy doesn't need a ton of time to get back to form, to get back to being amazing. So, like, if he takes a good long rest, even if he is hurt, I get it, he's hurt. But if he comes back healthy, say, the last week of this month, he gets to throw one or two more times before um, you get into September where they all start to slow down anyway, if they have the division in hand. That's, that's, a, that's a good break. That's like three starts, four starts he doesn't have to make, right? No, he's not pitched a ton. That's just my thing with it. It's, well, it's just like his third stint on the Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's been either on the IL or skipping a start or something a lot this year, and he's not pitched very deep. So it's not like the arm's been overworked. It's just... He's obviously got something wrong with it. Yeah, there's something wrong. It's been going on off and on all year. So, yeah, hopefully the extra time he works it out because these two guys, I mean, this is two of the top ten players of all of baseball in the big Oh, right, right now, yeah, for sure. Uh, to, for the playoff push, that's that's just bad for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Chris brought this up. Kudos to him. Uh, weird and awesome stat. <laughs> In Chicago this weekend, um, there were six home runs hit by two different guys on two well, different sides of Chicago. Three home runs hit by two different guys. Sorry. Um, that would have been very impressive. That would have been even better if it was six home runs. Shit, right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, on back-to-back days, and they both lost. That's like an incredibly weird stat, but apparently it happened this week. The um, I mean, I don't know if it's ever happened, but that's... And that's pretty odd, right? I didn't or, say I didn't say like never, but well, it's like you know, long uh, shots. You know, so we we get this happen, and then what was it? The other, uh, I think it was Thursday. The Twins lost a game where they out homered the Tigers by seven, and, yeah. and they lost like seventeen thirteen. Yep. Yeah, that's what makes baseball great. I mean, you've got all these stupid little crazy stats that come out of nowhere that kind of. I don't know, just feed into the game to me. It's like 150 years. Yeah, um, I mean. And that's a, it's like oh, at least 100 games a year per team. Oh, yeah. Like, so, oh, my gosh. So <laughs> that many stats. games, that many years, and for something still to be something new. Like, that's just fun and crazy. Yeah. So uh, who, were the, who were the two dudes? I could not tell you the, the catcher from uh, the Chicago White Sox. And then Rafael Ortega, I believe, is the dude's name. Semi Zavala is the catcher from the South Side who hit his first three home runs of his career All in successive games. Yeah, yes. Which yeah. is awesome. That is that is our that, one day. I, that's probably a big first time or two. Like that 
read. Yeah, that, that is a first. They, they, is that they, a first they, time? They came out and said yes. That was the first time it's ever happened. So yeah, that's crazy. Awesome. Dude hits his first three home runs all in one. You know, one year. It's pretty badass. Uh, what's not badass is having the ten pick in the draft, nailing it with your future star pitcher, Vanderbilt bred Kumar Rocker. They didn't even offer him a contract up there in New York. Well, the thing is, so they say they didn't offer. They had agreed upon a $6 million signing bonus. They had agreed upon it. Right. But you are correct. They did not offer an actual contract. Hey, here is this sign on the dotted line. Yeah. They didn't even get to the part where they went to the doctor and been yeah. like, hey, is this guy cool to join the team? Can we stroke this check now? They didn't get to that point. So whatever is wrong with that kid, serious. You know, Bor- Has he had two chances before? No. Um, Boris is adamant there's there's nothing going on. That it's just over you know, being very overly precautious. You know, early in the year he was he was ninety one, ninety four ish, right around there. Instead of his normal ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine touch and triples. And then about I don't know, probably three three quarters through the college season, it was back. I mean is is something wrong? I I don't know. Um, over usage, I don't know. Um, I mean, because literally every start out, he was 110, 125 pitches um, outside of his, his first couple of the season. Feel bad for the kid, but I mean... What happens to him now, boy? So technically, for him to play in affiliated pro ball, he has to re-enter the draft. For so next year. For next year. For next year. Or he can go play in some non-affiliated league or go back to Mandy. Yeah, and he, he, he ain't going back, back to Mandy. Why not? What's he got left to prove in college? Well, I mean. 29 and 10. With a, with what's he going to make an independent ball? Like 12 bucks? <laughs> I, you, you know who his father is, right? I don't think he needs any No, it's not that, but... I mean, I think I would rather go back to college and have the camaraderie of my team. The competition, I think, that Vanderbilt's going to be playing is going to be better competition than independent development. I mean, SEC baseball's <laughs> decent. I mean, it's... SEC baseball's the best baseball so, conference in the country. It, um, and, and, not, and I'm not knocking independent baseball leagues, but I'm just saying there's a lot of guys that didn't make it and the guys that made it a while ago playing in those independent well, leagues sometimes. It depends on where you go. I, but still, the concentrated 19 to 21-year-old pool in the SEC and just in baseball at that level, and they're Vanderbilt. I almost like picked up his jersey yeah. as a base of this. Okay. By the way, he, he already has came out and said he's not going back. Well, then. Boy, it's moving. It's, I mean, it's not so, his decision. But. Uh, I mean, that, or at least that's what Boris has said. I mean, so, of course Boris is going to say that. They didn't take any year off at his... Age as on would be could he go to Japan for a year or something? Yes, he can go, go, go play overseas no, as long as it's non major league affiliated. But again, he would have to get drafted, so he'd have to go through the draft process. So if he goes to Japan, then you now have to sell the rights to him. Oh, that's right. Is Korea the same? The KDO the same way? I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming this, but we've never had one, you know, one of the Japanese or Koreans go through the draft. They've always been, you know, free yeah. agents. So I don't know if you would have to. I would assume you would still have to post a fee because you would essentially have to buy out his contract. Well, what if he just signed a one-year contract? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what the rules are over there, but yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I feel bad for him because, like I said, I mean, he was. 
ready to go. I mean, the, the only good thing that's coming out of this is with the Mets playing as well as they are, they'll get two first-round picks. They'll get the 11th pick overall because they drafted him 10th, and then the compensation pick will be the pick after if you don't sign. So they get the 11th pick and then whatever pick they get. You know, later you in know. the draft, whatever, they finish up. Okay, yeah, sucks for him, but hopefully he gets well and I mean, he, he has arguably a very major league ready fastball and slider right now. Like you could, I, I, mean, I could see him, you know, pitching a month or two in the minors and then getting help in that bullpen. How long was he at landing? Uh, three years. Oh yeah. So he's pretty much well, right. Somewhere two, two, two and a half okay, yeah. COVID. Yeah, he, he wouldn't have been down long. Are the Phillies taking on uh, a Tampa Bay tradition? What's, what's happening <laughs> with, with Hector Neris opening? No, 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 no. Ranger Suarez. Hector Neris lost the job, and Ranger Suarez took over for him. As the closer, and now he and Ranger Suarez looks like he not only lost his job, but he's just going to open games. Ranger Suarez, right? Yes, right. He he just lost his job. Technically, no, no. There's no technically and factually and literally are all the same. He he did not lose his job. Ian Kennedy came into town and took it. Yes, at least for now. Who knows? He might blow it immediately. I mean, I think they had kind of the idea of, hey, we kind of need a fifth starter too, and this guy actually used to be a starter. When is Eflin coming back? Is that guy alive still? What's happening? Uh, Do we know Zach Eflin here in the last like two months? It's an interesting concept, especially if he's going to be like their setup guy. Maybe he could be like a long release setup guy, like Josh Hader was a couple years ago. Like, stretch him out for two innings, maybe, to rescue a bad start. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, get him opening for two innings, maybe that's a way, like, get well, him yeah. to a point where he can start doing that in high-pressure situations. Because if he blows it the first inning and they put up a fourth spot, they can get him out of there. You don't want that to happen in the, the seventh inning. You'd rather happen in the first if it's going to happen. So you guys all know I, I'm not a fan of, of the opener. Uh... To me, it's one, you're, you're wasting arms that you shouldn't have to waste in, in earlier in the games, and then now you're, you're stretching the bullpen that much thinner because your opener at best is going to give you three innings. Yeah, you know, I mean, this guy, well, I'm, I'm saying, Ranger Suarez has started the night for Philly. He hasn't started a game since 2017. Yeah, so he's going to go in inning. Yeah, I mean, two at most. So it would make sense to me if you were piggybacking and you thought you had two guys that could go get pitch four apiece, you know, yeah. and boom, yeah. bring in your closer, whatever. Yeah. That would make sense. But, yeah, this one inning in the first, I don't – I've never quite understood it. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, you, you've got – basically, in, in your game, you've got four high leverage innings. The first and seven, eight, nine. Those are your high leverage innings, typically. And I get wanting to throw a closer in the first or, or throwing a, a high leverage bullpen arm in, in the first inning. Yeah, makes sense. But now, now you got to throw guys that aren't used to it in two, three, four, five. Well, that's why even the guy opening, he's not used to that. I mean, he's used to sitting Com- there watching the game. Completely the different day. routine. 
Yeah, then getting up and stretching and doing his thing. But okay, now he's got to get ready to open. I can tell you this right I don't now. Like it. When I was in college and I went from closing to starting, it was the most miserable thing on game day because, like, when I was closing, I would get to do shit during BP, do this, that, and the other, mess around the whole time. And I didn't have to basically, like, I'd get loose before the game, but then I'd, I'd throw again in the seventh. Get, you know, get hot in the eighth and, and come in in the ninth. When we're starting, I didn't do shit for like three hours on pregame. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, hey, now we want you to go seven. So get loose now, do your routine. Yeah. You know, and, and sitting there not doing anything, sorry. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's so crazy how different it is and how much your body's going to react and, and, your mental state is going to be. I don't know. Good luck, Phillies. <laughs> I think they just need to get Zach up with that. I guess we should talk about another hot streak or cold streak or. Oh, is, there, well, is, is there any streak at all? It's, it's a mediocre yes. streak. It's a streak yeah. of some kind. Mediocrity. Yeah, literally, literally half full at all points or half empty, I guess. Um, <laughs> so the Braves over the last eighteen games. 18 have not won back-to-back or lost back-to-back games at all. 18 straight games. Nine times they've had an opportunity to win a game after a win and string together some some good luck and get some get some games off of the tally. God, what is it? Do you, we'll get into the trade piece, but Atlanta, are they riding the ship? Or not, real quickly, one like one thought. I mean, legitimately, they're playing 500 baseball. Like, literally, legit 500, 500 baseball. baseball. Who was that coach a while back said that they, they are who we thought they are? Yes. Or were? Um, no. um, no. Is it Romeo Cordell? No. Uh, it was it was either him or Tony Dungy. No, it wasn't Dungy. It was Romeo yeah, It was Cordell. It was Cordell. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yes, that's, yes, you are correct. That's Romeo Cordell. Yeah, that's <laughs> my thought that on the Braves right now. It's very the Braves, uh, actually, right? I, I'm, yeah. All right, we'll talk about it here in a minute. And Team USA just lost in the Olympics. They're out now. No, see, that, that's like when Double I was watching. Elimination. Yeah, when I was watching it this morning, it's I, I, they lost in extras, and I was like, all right, yes, uh, once again, we we can't show that you know we invented baseball and we're the best in the world. Uh, well, but it, yeah, to be still, completely fair, to be completely fair, we're like that's almost like by well, a bit of design is that it, our best of the best are playing. They kind of have a job to do. Right well, I, yeah, I understand. That. Now Japan is having; they have all their pro guys coming. Oh yeah, but I mean, but it is the home country too, so or the host. Uh, but you know. I saw I saw a meme on uh, Twitter earlier today, and it was basically the the Olympic Committee called Rob Manfred's bluff, and they they went up to him and said, "Hey, you're going to start with a guy on second. Well, we're going to start with guys on first and second in extra." Damn, I just really want to get that shit done. Like that shit. No, yeah. nine is not the Olympics. I guess it's better though. At least you have a chance at a double play to kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, I correct the angle a little bit. Yeah, but you could break it. But yeah, it could do terribly wrong very I mean, quickly. It's just, it's just like here in America with 
you know, you get the guy on second, nobody out. If I'm a coach, if you're a coach, if you're a coach, we're laying right down a damn bunch. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, get the guy to third base. Absolutely. Okay, who I got up there. You, you know, you know, the name's Barry Bonds. You go up there and you lay down the goddamn bunch. Yeah. You know, uh, with the most fundamental baseball country that there oh, is, yeah. that's what they did. They, they laid down a bunt and then hit a single off the, off the wall. And that was the game. Just seems to make sense for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it just seems fair. I'm not opposed to that kind of stuff, but I wish it wouldn't start to like like 12th inning or something. Yeah. Yeah, let, you know, them, play let, them, let them play it out a little while and then say, okay, we're going to save the team from having. I'll tell you, it's better than what we deal with, like in summer ball. With, with PG stuff, it's you get the extra innings, bases loaded, nobody out, and it basically would be. So if the sixth guy was the last guy to, to bat, or the fifth guy was the last guy, to, he, he made the last out in the inning before, it'd be fifth guy on third, fourth guy on second, three hole is on first, and you got your six hole up. It's just, to me, it's just weird. Yeah, the, I don't the like they, Bases loaded, nobody out, or no, one out. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I get we're trying to speed it up, but... Let it play out for an inning or two. Kind of let normal baseball happen. I would rather it be like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a big deep breath, boys. The MLB trade deadline just happened last Friday. It's over now. The bombs have stopped falling all over social media in my phone. (laughs) I don't know what it was like for you guys, but... Uh, It was ridiculous. Like... Which Thursday and Friday, both days, all day long. It's people trading away. Um, right, let's start off with the, the, the biggest one. The super mega dramatic, over-the-top, outlandish blockbuster of a trade between the LA Dodgers and the Washington Nationals. Not only did they get Max Scherzer as what they were trying to do, Right underneath San Diego's nose, right underneath it. Literally, they had him. And they were like, oh, but we'll throw in Trey Turner. What's well, like, you say you now? <laughs> so, so, like, literally, they had Scherzer was pretty much all locked up. Hey, he's going to he's going to San Diego. Oh, my phone went off 14 different times saying, oh, the trade's imminent. Yes. It should happen any minute. Oh, people were already superimposing a San Diego jersey yeah. on it. Just expecting. All right, hey, he's about to be wearing, you know, the the pinstripes of I, I guess tan and brown and gold. I mean, I don't even know what color this is. The Friar Tech colors. Uh, yeah, yeah. And nothing's been said. Get to the house, and all of a sudden, Scherzer and Trey Turner involved in deal to LA. Like what? What? Like what? Do you think they had a button with Trey Turner's name on it, and it was like <laughs> under like red velvet, like blanket, like hidden off to the side? Like, don't push that button! Don't you push that button! Uh, San Diego's getting him. Push the button! <laughs> what, 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 what's, what's the the Office Max button? The help button? Yeah. Uh, the easy button. Easy, easy button. button. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's actually the, pretty plausible for Trey Turner. It was, it was the red alert button. Ah, got it. How are we gonna win? How are we gonna win the trade? And the easy button. Trey Turner's coming. Trey Turner. Trey Turner is coming. They 
Now we have two of the best shortstops in the game. Which is crazy. What are they even going to do with that? That's, the, I think, the biggest thing to unpack for me. You do have him for one more year, but you're going to let Corey Seager, the guy who helped you win a World Series and get to the World Series before, like that guy, you're just going to let him walk? Yeah, let him walk. That's, the way, like, that's the way it seems now. There's no way. There's no way to keep both of them. Do you think there was a conversation before... Before that happened, that like Seager was like, I'm really going to test the market. Well, they may have tried season. to yeah, extend him, and he said, because I, I, feel like make, I want to take my toe in, in that free agent market, see where I'm at. I th- the deal right now works for me because Belly's out, and he can play some center field, which I don't know. I haven't been really watching the Dodgers, but I saw Betts was playing second, second base. And he made a hell of a play. Yes, he did. Yeah, he and did. That, but then, then, then he also... Then he also tripped over his own feet trying to feel like a ball, too. You know, um, an outfield, you know, but I'm assuming Trey Turner was playing center field this weekend. Trey Turner's out right now. He's on the COVID list. Yeah, he's on the COVID oh, list, too. Okay. Thursday or Friday. So you yes. won't see him in Dodger Blue. Yeah, he's not He's not going to be good. That's, that's, that's why. Because everything I'm reading right now, they're saying Turner's going to play second, Seager short. Betts goes back to the outfield. Bellinger's probably going to fall into a platoon situation. Which is crazy. Which for him. First and center. First and center, correct? What's that? First and center, correct? With Belly? Well, right now they're just saying Mass Stamp, or what's uh, the big Muncie. guy? Muncie. Muncie is first base. They're just going to put him there. Okay. That's that's what I've been reading now. I mean, what is, who knows? Who knows? What is David Roberts? Well, exactly. So. What does that mean for Gavin Lux's? Oh, he's, he's just a bench player now. Right? Like, yeah, this was supposed to be the breakout year for Gavin Lux, and, and he's... He showed a few signs off of him, but he's just been super streaky and inconsistent. Yeah, but, so. I mean, still, I'll take 240 on my second baseman if he hits me 30 home runs or got an opportunity to do it. Over Trey Turner? No. All right, that, I mean, that, that, I, mean I, once again, that I, I think it was a stupid idea to even think Trey Turner was available. You know what? They it's probably just, said they wanted Ruiz and Gray. Well, and they said, fuck you. You have to, you, 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 yeah, right. You have to give us like Trey Turner. And they're like, okay. Well, that, that makes <laughs> sense. I mean, they did get two top 50 prospects. Uzziah Gray is making a start right now. Today. Like, yeah, he's available today. As the happens, he's instantly a starter on their and team. And the catcher looks like a legit deal. I mean, he's he been tearing the, up. He was the higher prospect. Yeah, he's been two. tearing up. Was it Al- Alberto or? No, it's Keeper. Keeperto. Yeah, Louise. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think both teams won this. I mean, I think both of them did really well. Um, just so I just deeper. feel sorry for Juan Soto. I say you've basically left Shit. Juan Soto in the outfield in that dugout. Just all right. We'll uh, we'll get we'll get to the Nats, uh, and especially that specifically in a minute. Let's let's. Any other thoughts on the Dodger national trade? No, I think it's good for everybody. I say, who the hell is their GM in LA? Yeah, I'm, I'll I'm, tell you. I you'd have to I'd have to look it up. So like two GMs. Uh, yeah, Dodger <laughs> D- GM is. Uh, no. It is Farhan Ziadi. Okay, he's a good one. Uh, <laughs> he's one of my yeah. favorites. What I mean, literally, I know, I know, like, I know, like, maybe six GMs. I mean, literally, like, I, like I said, I think he hit the easy button or the the red alert. And, no, 
Dodgers or Padres, you could not be better than me. You cannot win this deadline. I'm winning this deadline. You got Adam Frazier. I'm getting one of the best pitchers in baseball and arguably top five best players in baseball. Say, oh, it's an arms race out there. Yeah. It's an arms race. If you do something, the other guy's going to go for it. I saw their adjusted payroll, $290 million. Oh, yeah. The way it sits. Oh, yeah. That's like $85 million more than everybody else. Well, that's uh, $80 million over the, the yeah. luxury tax. Or the competitive tax threshold. Or I'm not sure how I feel about that, but it's that's a shit ton of money. Well, and the funny thing is, that oh my god, they still haven't got that TV yet. Like they haven't got that channel yet. And they're still using LA Sports Net or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't have, I really they don't, don't have like salary caps, but that magic something uh, has to maybe bring them back down to earth. That Magic Johnson channel coming in. Like that, the revenue that you know, like the Yankees have with. Oh yeah, they're going to get a whole new TV deal. That will and explode oh for them. Yeah, they'll have money everywhere. Oh yeah, okay. They're picking it up off the ground. Freaking LA, whatever. All right, they're not the only ones that went ham. Uh, I actually have mixed feelings. You guys already know this uh, about the Yankees um, dealings at the deadline. They did get. Their left-handed batters that they needed in the lineup, and Anthony Rizzo from Chicago and Joey Gallo from Texas. But in the Gallo trade, they gave up four prospects, and then in the Rizzo deal, they gave up two more. And with the Gallo thing, they they did get what was a pitcher? Well, the the Gallo deal was basically a pitcher and three infielders. No, they got bad an outfielder with Joey Gallo. They yeah, didn't get a pitcher. Oh yeah, yeah, they got sorry. They so, leave. so it was a, it was a three for six trade, right? Combine them together. No, two for four. Is all right. In all, yeah, but both trades. Rizzo, Rizzo, Rizzo and Rizzo Gallo together. Six players swing. Or gave away six players. So they gave they gave away three. I thought for Rizzo. No, you're right. Two, so two, two, and two, two and to, uh, an outfielder and an arm for Rizzo. And then, yeah, four for two from Texas. So, yeah, this is where I don't know the farm system well. Are, are any of those guys like right, so top 100 prospects? The, the, or the best, none of them are in the top 100, like for MLB pipeline. Yeah. Uh, the best one for the Yankees top 30 was number six. So, they gave away six, eight, 10, 12, 20, and 22 of their top 30. That to me, and that that's the other reason. The only reason why I said I didn't like this for the Yankees this day, I did like what they did by getting Andrew Heaney, but that's a lot for half a year and then a year and a half because Gallo's yeah, twenty three. So yes, correct. That's just not a ton of time, especially when you're like six games back, seven games back. That's my as, as of right now, it's I don't know why you're gonna buy the farm six. for this season. Well, see, last week I think where we're sitting here was nine, so yeah, I six mean, is well, man, it's, it's better, bad. it's better for I mean, sure. Tampa did just sweep, well, yeah, sweat, sweat so, Boston, so um, that, that helped out, but uh, no, I mean, they, they sold they pretty much sold their soul to to go for everything I mean, to make a run. Um, I mean, they're two and a half out or two out of the wild card now, or the second wild card. Um, six out of first in the in the East. Um, 
the big thing for me is yes, they address the the biggest overall issue in New York. You know, like like you said, needed a left-handed bat. They got two, um, and two very good ones that will play well with with the short porch and and right. The pitching, I, it's yet to see uh, with with Haney. Um, we've always seen you know flashes of of good. We've never seen great out of him. He plays uh, for the Angels. And, well, I mean, he did he correctly from wrong. He he made his debut in in Miami, right? In Florida. Uh, no, I don't think so. Has he always been? Uh, I mean, you you, you you could be right. I I could be one hundred percent completely wrong. Uh, but I thought Andrew Haney did pitch a little bit in, in Miami. Uh, let's see. Oh, he was drafted by. By Marlins, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he lost three games. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then got traded. And then got traded uh, to LA. Um, you know, so I mean, it's there's that part. Of, that part of the trades, I, I don't know, but I'm I'm very excited with the, with the bats they got. I mean, hundred percent excited. Like I'm all in. Uh, Cashman can't take losing, like very well. Well, um, I don't think this Yankee team is supposed to be third in the division. I, I think that's, this is the New York Yankees. They're, they're none of them take losing. Yeah, they they like they don't they don't like being in third at the halfway point, and they really don't want to end shit. up in third. Hey, at halfway point, they were fourth. Yeah, shit. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I mean they got they had to gotten a little bit better with Jose Arias for sure. Um, oh God, that was what I wanted. So bad. I I understand. <laughs> what is that? What just happened to you? I I understand why, and I've been I've actually been trying to get the Cubs to hear this voice for a few years now. They blew it up, and after Washington's success and realizing that they don't have the pieces for a sustainable run right now, they blew it up. Hit the reset button imploded both franchises. Do you, first and foremost, do you guys think that this was a good idea? I think overall. Yes. Completely. 100%. Um, especially the Cubs. I've been saying they probably should have started during the offseason. Probably would have gotten a little bit more back, but I agree. at least they did it. So I don't really have a list of what they got back in front of me, but it was a it's whole a lot. bunch of players. It's a lot. There's a lot. There's yeah. like 10. You ten guys. pretty much rebuilt your farm system completely. Yeah. Um, and made whatever this rebuild is going to be much shorter than me, to my opinion. Oh, I agree. I mean, just getting Nick Madrigal from the White Sox to me was a big deal. That was a really good one. I, yeah, I, actually, I really, really enjoyed that trade for both teams. I actually, I, I, I think the Cubs won that trade. Probably. In all, oh, yes. I mean, uh, I, if he can develop into the player he looks like he could be. And he's he was starting all power really threat, good. but he could possibly win a batting title someday if, with the contact skills he has. If he could be so, diet, Trey Turner? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, if they'll let him run, he's got the skill to run, he's got the skill to put the ball right. in play. Right. So, yeah, I mean, Trey Turner yeah, without the power, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think both teams did exactly what they should have done. There's other teams that needed to do the same thing, but yeah, so I think both of these teams are winners as far as what they've done, as far as building for their future. 
Yeah, Chris, what do you what do you, like? What is your biggest takeaway from the the Cubs Nationals trades? Uh, I mean, I didn't think the Nationals were just gonna say f it. Uh, I, Cubs, we all we all know what's happening. It's it's funny though. Like we sat we we sit here and we can we can look at last week and how we talked about it. The one person we thought was like one hundred percent eminent to to get gone. Like between us all was Wilson Contreras, and he's the only one left standing. I think we all just felt he was the biggest return as far as what they would be able to bring back. So they must have just not got, you know, what they were expecting. Uh, you know, it, it ain't good for them. Uh, hopefully the, the prospects can work out. Uh, yeah, because I think the Nationals ended up selling what? You, you just said 10 guys? Pretty much. No, no, no. no, no, no. Cubs, Cubs, Cubs got, got back. back basically. We got ten, 10 total guys back. So I the, bet the, the Nationals got somewhere else. Close. Yeah. Josh Harrison, Jan, Jan Gomes. I mean, what did they get uh, for Schwarber? Schwarber. There's like a one Scherzer, two guy. Trey Turner. That was a four. What did they get four from the Dodgers? Total. Brad, Brad yeah, four. Hand. No. I said Brad Hand. Okay, so they sold six. Yeah. So they probably got more than ten back. Yeah, they, they, they probably, probably they probably. So yeah, I mean, like I said, you just that's a complete reset of your. Farm system and young players in your in your league to uh, be able to build on. Yeah, so I, I mean I, I I understand that the Nationals don't like it doesn't make sense. Their, 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 their team was a beautiful chemistry experiment the year that they won, and it's awesome. Got that out of the way, especially for Juan Soto, but. How bad it's, do you feel for him right now? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's it's terrible. It's like Mike Travish at the moment. That that's what I think about. Is just such an amazing talent. Well, just to Mike Travis showing here. Right? Now, but that, you went like four like, years like, without anything. Like yeah. Freddie Freeman during the Braves kind of reset. Yeah, I mean he he's kinda, the only one that stayed. Yeah, he's the only one that got to stay, and it's just it's a long rebuild. So. We'll, we'll see the, how it goes. Once again, one of the top players, which at least he's got that ring. He can always show it off. Anytime Mike Trout comes around, he can always. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it was it's an awesome, uh, awesome thing to have happened for sure that they, they got that dub. You know, both of them recent World Series winners taken over, start over. I, well, this is well needed, and I think they got good returns. Um which is why I, d- I don't want to declare them as something of a loser on on, on the trade deadline. Um, Braves were I, a little oddly active for me. Very oddly active for me. I I um I understand a bit of what they did, but I also have a, like a couple questions. So. You know, what did you think, C-Dub? But your team, what, what, how did you feel after... Oh, and I guess I'll just run through the trades. They got um, Adam Duvall back from Miami. One. Eddie Rosario from Cleveland. Two. They did have to give up Pablo Sandoval. Um, My- so the Panda is, is gone. And then they also got Jorge Soler from... Um, Kansas City. And the, the good piece, the piece that I really liked, was they went out at the buzzer and got Richard Rodriguez from, from the Pirates. Um, and that's their, their their deals. Of course, they got Jack Peterson the week before, but deadline, those four trades happened. See, Doug, what did you, what did you think? Um, 
like you love the Richard Rodriguez. I mean, that was the one thing they had to have was some bullpen pieces. I would have liked to have seen some more bullpen pieces. For sure. But at least they got him. That's, he's, he's a pretty defined closer, which will hopefully put everybody else that they have in the correct spot. Well, see, now they should be. Pitching. The Braves just come out and said he's our, he's our eighth inning guy. Really? Yes. He was, he, he was in yesterday. Um, down two to one. Yes, so that typically is, it typically is your eighth inning guy. That's just so he, he was there. I, but that's his first game there. They really invested Will Smith, I will say that. But I but I firmly believe he's had plenty of chances. Oh, and yeah. Not been great. I would rather him settle into the eighth inning role. And I think I like him in the eighth inning role. I think he fits there. You're talking about Will Smith. Yes. 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 100%. Uh, wasn't a good closer out in. Well, he got Melanson. He took the job from him. Yeah, well, he, well, well, no, he got hurt, and then Melanson took the job. But yes, I don't think he is a closer. I mean, he's, he's a one-pitch guy. The fastball doesn't Exactly. Work. The slider is what makes him good because, I mean, it is filthy. Yeah. But um, as, as a closer, you cannot be a one-pitch guy. I mean, he, he's not he's not Mariano Rivera. Exactly. But so there's been one one of those, and yeah. he was the best ever. And But, yeah, with the rest of the deals, I mean, I, I, Jorge Soler, I, I've always been a fan of him. I think he's a freak of an athlete. But I feel like they went and got a bunch of platoon players that they're just going to interweave and make. They have match. to be platoon players. They have so, seven outfielders now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really quite <laughs> make sense on how this. But I mean, yeah, you know, the infield set. I just wish exactly. You have maybe instead of one of those other guys, another. I feel like relief pitcher. But they didn't give up much. No, that's my thing. Anything they didn't possible. blow up anything. They didn't give away any of our top talents. So yeah, I don't. I don't think it's kind of like they. I'm pretty sure Alex Jackson was the only. Well, Alex Jackson and Bryce Wilson were the only two guys yeah. that were known that were giving yeah. up. Yeah, and neither yeah. of those are devastating losses. So I think the Braves looked at themselves like they are. They're maybe in it and maybe not. So they did some maybe trades. Kind of fits in because well, nothing, think, no big splashes, but well, so nothing they, dangerous either. Yeah. Duvall signed a three-year deal with Miami, correct? I think it's just this year and next year. Yeah, I thought it was okay, two so two-year deal. So yeah. all right, they, they got an outfielder back. So yeah. Rosario, they gave away nothing. Yeah, I mean, they, they if they want Panda back, they already cut him up there. I, so I, I, say, I figured that was going to be. Yeah, the they, 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 yeah, we can get Panda back if we want him, and it, it's yeah. just not. That's it's one of those clubhouse guys that, you know, just great guy to be around, but doesn't yeah, be in the big league. Outside of those early two or three homers he hit, you know, in clutch spots, he's been I don't think he's got a hit in the last month yeah, and a half. For, for a while. Um, I... I have always liked Eddie Rosario. I like. I, I loved think, him when he was in Minnesota. This, this trade almost doesn't make a lot of sense to me because they sent money with Rosario in his pocket. For this year, like for Panda, like yeah. for, for for a guy that yeah, he's made for free this year, from what I understand, and like well, I don't know, I don't know. Wait, what? Like, hey, if he comes back healthy, because he is in the aisle right now. If he does come back healthy, he's a really good platoon player. And honestly, if he returns back to his uh, Minnesota All Star game form, he could be. They, 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 they basically let him ride because there's one year eight million dollar deal. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. They but, just, uh, yeah. Maybe 
million dollars off the yeah, and most in between yeah. Wizard already been paid and I just what's find, the money I just find it strange. Like, what a weird lead up no, contract. I mean, I'm, I'm right that there makes another team better than you for no reason almost. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. You're correct. If he, if he comes back and he comes back healthy and we get to see the, the Rosario we got to see in, in Minnesota when he hit, I, I think, uh, 32 home runs. I mean,. That that'll play. I mean, him, Duvall, and Solaire splitting time in, in left and oh, right. Jock Peterson too. So I mean, you yeah. got. Yeah, I still don't know who's playing center at this point in time. It should be Adrianza, but did they not send him down? I thought no, they sent him he, down. he's he's still a bench guy. He actually had a pinch a pinch uh, hit strikeout yesterday. Very very um, good. Yeah, but and and Duvall's a good fielder. I mean, he's not. Oh, he, he, made some, he made some good moves in left, but he's so, a left fielder. He's yeah, not. He's, he's a big I man. Mean, honestly, so. he is a DH, but... Right, which is better yeah. as a question, or yeah. I guess reinforces our statement, he's not a center. So, Adrianza, Amante, Duvall, Heredia, Peterson, Solaire. So, only... Heredia has been playing oh, Only, Only six, my bad, not seven. Still, it's a lot of outfielders. They have 11, or... Ten guys that aren't catchers, so they have tw- they're even twelve position players. Well, is Ian Anderson up right now, or is he on the IM? He's supposed to come back later this week. Right. So one of those guys. When yeah, he comes, one, one of those two. Are it, gonna it'll it'll, it'll, it'll yeah. start to level back out once some healthy people come back. Um, anything else about the trade? Nope. Okay. No, it, it's fun. Not not what I expected. Wish there would have been more. Look at the Braves. They got they got some outfield help. Basically, to sure up, I mean, they basically got three guys to be Acuna. Yeah. Well, Acuna and Arizona, basically. Okay. Cool. So, um, I tasked you guys to two homework assignments. Well, pop quizzes rather. Right? <laughs> I mean, you literally asked us an hour ago. <laughs> Shut up! It was like four hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was around about lunchtime. What else did you guys have to do today? Work? Stupid. Yeah, um, stupid. So, the first thing I want to ask is I asked you guys to think about your favorite move of the trade. What was it that you saw this week that you like? Was, uh, you were impressed by? Okay, great move. Great trade. Good way to step in. Um, it's really not one move. It's a series of small moves that really didn't cost them much. Um, it's more the Astros just completely rebuilding their bullpen. Right? Like, right under the radar. I mean, nobody really paid attention. Nobody was talking about the kind of Graveman, Morton, Garcia, Watero. They got all these guys to kind of rebuild this bullpen that they really needed to rebuild. Yeah, for sure. Um, You're getting Bregman back the next few days, so that's like another trade in itself. So, I feel like the Astros doing very little did a whole lot. And that, that just was my favorite. I mean, and not only that, I mean... Kind of gut Seattle at the same time. <laughs> when you were in Seattle, <laughs> you're playing Seattle, and you take their closer from them and say, "Okay, you're ours now." On a very interesting trade, I'll say for Seattle. But yeah, so the Astros. I mean, like I said, they didn't make the big splash, but several really good arms to fix the one problem they really had. Who is James Clink? Okay, so no, it's not blood now. He got fired. He didn't get suspended. He got fired. Did he go? He's the one that got fired. Yes. Right? He was the, yes, he was the GM. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I, I didn't know if he got suspended from baseball and they were able to hire him back or something, but looks like yeah. we fired him. Anyway, 
moving on. That was such a good call. I like the the moves for sure. Yimmy Garcia was was a really great, probably easy pickings. I don't know why I mean, any other team that needed to close didn't just start grabbing him. He's been pitching well for Miami, so yeah. Like I said, it just they they had a need. They really solved their need, and I think that's gonna help push sure. them push them forward. For sure, for sure. Um, Chris, what about you? What did you think was your favorite move? Of the deadline. I mean, as, as I'm sitting here looking at my computer screen and, and seeing this beautiful guy playing first base right now in pinstripes. Uh, uh, yeah, I, you, really, you really thought I wasn't good with you. Are you, are you, are you more shocked that he talked to the Yankee or are you more shocked that he's watching the Yankee game right now? I'm uh, shocked by neither. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm actually very shocked. He, he came to, to New York. You know, I was all and ready to be giddied up and hating him because he was about to be a Red Sox, and then all of a sudden, he's getting the chance to wear pinstripes. Uh, like I said, for me, that and, and I, I feel like he's the, the biggest dividend, or, like, he's, he's paid the biggest dividend so far of any of the trades. Oh, yeah. And he went uh, back I mean, to back games with homers. Now, it was against the Marlins, so they will take that with a grain of salt. Hell, it's but, a good pitching staff. That's all you are. Good pitching staff, but there's a good pitching staff. You guys need anything you can get right now. You guys are third or fourth place oh, down yeah. by like six or seven games. Um, so so yeah. that, that was my favorite. Uh, I mean, the, he comes in, and him and, him and Gallo both kind of just Gallo didn't have a great weekend, but you can tell there's a different energy around this team. Uh, and and that's like I said, for for me, that's that was huge. Uh, my, my biggest my biggest move. And uh come on, I mean, give me some shit. I mean, I'm talking about the Yankees. I mean, yeah. See Doug just said it. That's it. I mean, I get it. Like if you look at it as a half full way, the Yankees trades help them win. At this very minute, like right now, it'll help them win and contend in their division. Um, so I, I get it. That's what they wanted to do, and that they did it. And uh, we'll find out how that experience turns out. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Kick it. What the fuck? <laughs> the funny thing is, like, being on like message boards and shit online, and all the Yankee fans after like three games. Like, extend Rizzo! And I'm like, hey, I, I love the idea of it. We've seen three games. Yeah, there's... there's... I mean, he, he is, you know, he is towards the tailor, you know, the further end. I'm going to get these numbers wrong, but I was listening to, uh, I don't know, one of the fancy baseball podcasts, and they were talking about Rizzo's numbers, mm-hmm. and he would literally have nine more homers if he had played in Yankee Stadium all year. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it went from, where is he, like 15 or 16 uh, yeah. when he got traded? Yeah. But yeah, he would have been around, like around 24 yeah. if, if, if he had played that season oh, yeah. there. So, yeah, it, it should be a, a rejuvenation for him there. So, hopefully hopefully for that, that's the case. And he's a it's not like fun he player, a, a good guy. So. A pitcher-friendly ballpark. No, I was going to say, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a fun fun idea to see the real Rizzo chat for the rest of the year. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna pick on them because it's not the time. But and I do love the um, Rodriguez trade to Atlanta. It's actually one of my favorite trades 
um, of the of this year because it's exactly what they needed at the exact time. It was great. But I really became interested in watching Giants games now that Chris Bryant is all of a sudden just inserted into their lineup. They were so good, and it just didn't seem to make a ton of sense. If they continue doing that with Chris Bryant, they are definitely staying in the competition in the NL West. Like, wow. I thought they probably would have been a little bit more active, maybe got a starting pitcher to go along with it, just in case all these senior number twos and threes don't pan out. But I will say this. Seeing him in a giant uniform yesterday was, like, really weird. It's refreshing. But, but at the same time, like, the way the crowd reacted to me was, like, young Buster Posey was stepping up to the plate. So you, you say it looked funny, but to me it looked right. It, it, just, it looked good. like he fit in. Everybody was so excited. And how about all three of the Cubs major trades going all homer? And all going homer. Craig yeah. Campbell had a home run? He had three. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> thanks for taking that out of my, uh, my outline. I forgot about that you one. Said, you said... You said the Cubs' big three hit a home run. Chris Bryant. Yeah, I know, but it's Anthony two Rizzo. Out here, and Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. Those three guys are the biggest three yeah. guys they traded. What, what a dick. He really does hate my guy. <laughs> he hates like <laughs> He hates Hobby. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. You're, you're an asshole. Man. I mean, it's, it's he was traded. He was him and another major league pitcher were traded for a prospect. Yeah, because they literally knew you're not coming back to Chicago. He said he was open to it afterwards. He I've heard Brad say that also, and Rizzo also say that. Wouldn't that, that so. be the weird I, I have a feeling that it's... Like a Chapman it's, back to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's exactly well, the well, feeling I get. If it works out that way, how awesome is all those trades? Oh, no, incredibly I mean, awesome. How you just sign two of them back? It'd be so it'd be so funny because and it makes sense because they love David Ross and right now they've kind of left him holding the ball. Well, they all played with David Ross. I know. <laughs> don't so just, don't tell me anything about David Ross. Oh, wait, don't ever tell me anything about David so, Ross. Please. Are you still hurting after you know 2017 or 2016? I mean, no. With David Ross, I'm more hurting about 2013 when he was a catcher for Boston when we lost to them in the World Series. Boston. He had all run that old bastard in that series. I remember that. You call him all day, and then he won another World Series three years later. I know. And then I'm tired. Uh, and then became the head coach of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. No, I mean, I I, I could see. Uh, you know, a Chapman type deal happening. It'll be interesting because, like, that would now, be I don't think the greatest. I don't think they have, have enough money to sign off three. No, and I don't really know if they want Rizzo. They've got that what's wisdom, Patrick Wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they've got him penciled in at well, first. If they, if if Bryant goes back because he's been playing third and he keeps yeah. he's versatile, but I think that's just the well, Bryant's played like every position other than catcher and pitcher. Well, yeah, so. because they were showing him to other teams like <laughs> you, 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 you want it, you can do that. He can cook. Obviously, we won't know until a couple years down the line. But you know, like if we look at that Chapman deal, you know they 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 send Chapman away for for four prospects. the The big name of it was you know Gleyber Torres. I mean, that's now you're starting shortstop in New York and who? Yeah, exactly. Shut shut your mouth. So I mean, I, I could feel like it, one of those three trades could could happen. 
You yeah. know, like that. This could happen. It won't be a trade. It'd be a free agent well, signing. Well, free agent return. Well, no, I'm saying the 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 trade, like the return from the trades. Some one of those like eight or nine guys that got. Oh, I think a couple is, of them is gonna. Yeah. I mean, some something's gonna blossom, and it's. And you said they got ten guys back in the other. Oh yeah, it's something like that. It's yeah, probably three of them could be more. Come back to be good returns. That's, that's yeah. it works out well. Yeah, if they're as good as Glaber Torres, they'll be sitting pretty. <laughs> no. I mean, dude has a thirty-eight home run season. Just saying. Has. I mean, he's got seven. Has he's been. got seven right now. He's struggling a little bit. Bottom hit seven today. Last week. Other. Other big question that I asked you to take in consideration today. Okay, so, well, I've got another, but oh, I think okay. like all three of us are gonna pretty much reference the same team. Hey, as a good thing? No, like no, as a shit thing. Oh, yeah, you can do two. You can do four. Okay. Okay. Well, let's say I let like Chris run with. We had we had talked. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, what is your biggest question mark or? negative thing if you would if it needs to be that wow you look at me like i just like failed a test and you're gonna tell me the grade i can't wait till you tell me about this one particular team chris would you would you let me go first no you go okay. I'm, I'm gonna talk about another team i'm gonna okay. help you chirp so, on this one but why in the fuck is trevor story still in colorado i don't have an answer for you whatsoever <laughs> because me and, were, me and him were sitting here talking Basically, who's your biggest loser? Or who, yeah, who's your and, and we both said the exact same. Yeah, that's like it has, it has to be Colorado. Out of and all thirty teams, I mean, you had two didn't, didn't really good trade chips, and both of them they, are still in your team. They could they could have traded uh, Herman too. Oh yeah, I mean, if they wanted to really rebuild, they could have sold a lot of shit. But you had Trevor Story. I mean, possibly the biggest. Who has what said? Fall? I am not coming shit. back. Yeah, I mean, going into last week at this time, all of us had to pick one guy to get traded. Trevor Story. Do you know they made, um, a, I don't know if it was MLB or ESPN did the first one, but it went all over the internet on trade deadline days. Um, and you could, like, do a snap on your phone, like screenshot, and it would rotate between, like, 10 teams with uh, Trevor Story in that uniform. <laughs> and it's like, which one is he going to? None. He went nowhere. And this is the same team that um, Nolan Arenado was like, I don't want anything to do with these guys. These guys clearly don't want to win or know how to win. Here they are again, doing exactly that. They have to trade deadline. Because they pulled him out the game. They did. They, they, they let him out. Yeah. And now they're going to get nothing for him other than a draft pick. Yeah, they probably asked for the moon. The moon. But even after the trade deadline, he came out. He, he, he did an interview. He's like, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, Why? Was still there? Why? why? Right. They, they pulled me out of the game. I thought I was getting traded. Blah blah blah. And I'm still here. They just pulled me out. Well, I. You know what? I. You know what? Like, I bet a team like St. Louis, because St. Louis was one of the ones last standing at the end. I wonder if they were like, Hey, man, I don't know if we're gonna make it the World Series this year anyway. So instead of giving up players, why don't you just sign with us? We have the money afterwards. Yeah, but they obviously they can't do that during the year. 
I mean, millionaire you, you now because you whatever the fuck he wants. You don't think you ever talking to the agent you whatever the fuck he wants. You realize if, if that's the case, then it's it's tampering. Then it's tampering. Then we got to deal with all that bullshit. And it's only tampering if they figure out that you did it. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Trevor Story isn't the one negotiating. No, that's all I'm saying. I'm not talking to him. You're talking to whoever his agent is. No, that's what you do if you're you're smart. If John Mosellock's smart, he does that now after it's over. Like, hey, man, we tried. Come to St. Louis after this year's over. We will give you the deal. Anyway, terrible, terrible, terrible move on that part. John Gray was worth something. Um, Like I said, Marquez Marquez could have got something. What was yours, CW? I watched his Yankees do all these moves. I watched yeah. Toronto do all these moves. And yeah. I saw Boston make really just one move. For a guy that's hurt. For a guy that's broken. Yeah. And he's probably going to have to play first base. Right. He doesn't normally play first well, base. Up. Is that what they're talking about? That's what they're saying. They're saying right Schwarm's going to play first. So, yeah. So, Boston, to me, a team who just a few days ago was in first place. Needed to do some things. They needed some pitching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand Chris Sale's Chris Sale, and he's he close to coming back soon. Should be. That still only gives you two really good guys. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Kyle Schwarber, who what do you hear? It was a an Adonis. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought it was calf. For him, like gate grade three, it was something relatively major. He's been so out there's like three no weeks. guarantee he's going to come back to being the Kyle Schwarber he was going the, the in. He was, he was, he was on fire. Yeah, fire. he was there for a little bit. Grade three hamstring. So yeah, grade is pretty. That's pretty not good. So yeah, that that who knows? He may start coming back from that and that flare back up, and he's he's just lost, lost. To me, yeah, Boston's another loser in a division that saw a lot of improvement. The team that was the leader mm-hmm. did nothing. So yeah, that's that's my other. Uh, I, I, it's a good one. I I, I, I I'm not it, complaining. Well, I'm sure Chris doesn't. The lack of movement is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a team sure. that needed movement. Yeah. Well, they've been playing way over their heads this year, and they think they can keep it up, which is uh, which honestly we're going to find out is not to be. Hey, have you seen how? Mediocre at best of all he's been over his last like six months. Yeah, it's, it's, this it's, is like, wait, I'm gonna throw you. Yeah. I'm gonna throw punch too. I need. To. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yes, I have seen that. I mean, they're already kicking. I might as well do it myself too. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this pile on. Let me pile on. See that being bring it up. You damn, you damn right. I didn't have to do it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's awesome. Oh man, that. That's good. What about you, Michael? Are you going hometown? I know. I can explain why I'm not upset about it, if that tickles your fancy. No, no. That was, just, that was my first thought. I mean, John Lester, no. John Lester and, and who? Jop. Jop. J-A, baby. You used to love him like six weeks ago. Like, stop it. Um, he hasn't been in New York since last year. It's, it, and he was pretty bad, so I didn't love him. Okay, relax. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm not thrilled about getting John Lester and J.A. Happ when they're both, like, about to be 40 tomorrow. They'll be 40 years old, whatever. They didn't give anything really up to get these guys, and it is just a way to fill innings for the year. If if, if Flaherty comes back right, Nicholas comes back right, they're just a hot bat away from 
like contending in the not so good division of the NL Central. As long as they get a winning record, I think that's really all that matters for the Cardinals this year. And we're being a little bit more reasonable than they were. Why why risk the farm for 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 rental like Scherzer? You know. So and and, and this offseason, tons of money to play with, with this still bountiful. Alright, so my biggest question mark that I've already sent into the mail in giant manila envelope. He's just a big Riddler fonted question mark. Okay. Yeah. Like Jim Carrey Riddler? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. No, no, yeah. no, no. That's no. the worst Riddler. No. Cheesy, awkward, <laughs> no. cringy question mark on a piece of paper sent directly to Phoenix. What do you need David Peralta for? What do you need Cattell Marte for? Do you think you're going to compete for a World Series with Zach Gallon's contract right now? Hey, they're, they're trying to get a 50 wins, man. What in the hell did Arizona think was going to happen when it came time for this trade season to end? Did they think somebody was going to call them and say, hey, it's your turn to give away your aging pieces for incredible, fruitful prospect talent? How backwards do you have to be to not think that there are half of baseball competing for this year's World Series title? I mean, it's it's kind of like this the same thing with Colorado. Why do you not make a move? I mean, you've you've got nothing to gain by keeping what you have. You're yeah. so far out of even contention right now. Like, there, there's no point. I mean, they they dealt Eduardo Escobar to Milwaukee. But that was all they did. That's like obviously the first thing I would do. But there's like five more things I would have done. <laughs> like before, I was like, "All right, that's enough for us." Like they're not going to win. They're not going to win for a while. But they're not set up anytime soon to win. So no it's way. another team. Well, if I was a general manager, I would sell the shit out of everything if I could. If I was in that position, one of the bleachers. Dude, I, I think, think you want. I, I mean, think there's already. Almost 40 games out of first place. Yeah, there's, they are not... I mean, I'm not looking at what their minor league system looks like, but I don't think it's amazingly good. And there's nothing to build upon in that franchise except for Victor Marte. So why do you need these people? And I'll tell you what... Three, three other, and a half, sorry. The other truly bad teams in the West, they're in the AOS, but out there, did what they should have. Texas sold a bunch off because they didn't need them. And the Mariners didn't do shit because they're on the cusp of so having they got so much young talent that they're, 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 they need to see what they've got. That they didn't need to make a tough For these other bad teams to get incrementally better or do what they have to do to keep the ship righted, what the hell are they doing out there in Arizona? You have like literally five pieces that you could have traded off for value <laughs> two or three years down the road. When you're ready to compete with some of the young talent you have. David Peralta does nothing for this team. Nothing at all. Not anymore. I mean, dude only has like five home runs on the year. And and even on the preview, I was saying, how is this team not good based on the bats that they have? Christian Walker, underperformed. Orban hurt. Cattell Marte has been... He's been hurt. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's been hurt. Uh, David Peralta, five home runs. Um, Eduardo Escobar was the only offense they had. Gone. You got to be smarter. I mean, we're, we're not GMs and we're all fancy booking this, but you don't make a move to kind of progress your team 
Dude, at this point, you're 33 and a half games back, and you kept on to your talent like you're five games back. It's not even that they're five games back. It's that they, like, they're so unrealistic that they think, like, next year, once the, the clock restarts, they might be competitive. Like, what what makes you think? That's what, that's what that tells me. The same thing with Colorado. That's what that tells me. When this season's over, we're going to get them next year. With these guys, because some of these guys literally will walk away from you because they don't like this team. They're a free agent. They can at that point. Trevor Story, exactly. Like, I don't want to be here. No, I'm gone. Goodbye. Here's your uniform back. I'm so fucking stupid. I, I thought Arizona's, you know, lack of interest in the deadline was the dumbest thing I thought this year, other than Story. Like, it was stupid. I mean, story, story's one, because, I mean, we all thought that was going to be the case. Yeah, of course. And then, yeah, you said Boston, but I didn't even, no, think, about, I didn't, as, I didn't even think about Arizona. Yeah, as far as sellers that needed to sell, yeah, yeah I mean, they're right there with Colorado. They, they have a team that hey, wasted look, an opportunity hey, to build forward. Slap hands. You, you got a point right. Hey. <laughs> I'm afraid <of> that. <laughs> Is That's there, gonna be our intro for now on. Hey, you got one right. Welcome to Bushley. Is he my friend now? This is awful. Uh, <laughs> and true. Uh, anything else about the trade deadline that you guys have to throw out? I wish Oakland would have done more. Well, they should have uh, had Trevor Story. That, that's, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, they should have yeah, That's what I'm saying. They, they, I wish they would have done more. Uh, you know, because. Yes, they are the second wild card right now, but you're looking at this this Astros team that's just been okay all year, and but yet they keep winning. Yeah, I think they they could have made a move, and especially Trevor Story that that would propel them. I think they win the division. Sox got Kimbrel um, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me at the time, uh, but now they have one of the best closers in the game this year as a setup guy and the fiery. Australian who uh, mic'd up at the All-Star game was awesome. And Hendricks, rest of the AL really didn't do a whole lot. I mean, most most of our big stuff was from, you know, in the National League, um, outside of the couple moves the, the Yanks made. It, it was it was a fun. I mean, it was a fun four or five days that we that we got to watch last week. It lived up to the hype. It, yeah, it was, there was a lot of hype around it. You know, it, finally, it, it finally we, we got a deadline where it was like, yeah, true. hey, we're coming down to 4 o'clock. What the fuck's going to happen? It was fun. All right, so let's do a couple, couple last-minute things, a couple final thoughts, some shout-outs. I got one on that. Please. Keep it to my music theme. Um, the rock world lost a huge legend over the last week. Um, Dusty Hill was easy That's top. absolutely correct. Um, Thank you. Legs, LaGrange, Tush, Sharp Dressed Man. The list goes on and on and on as far as the songs that they've performed over the, I don't know, the first album looks like it came out in 1971. I'll say the last 50 years. Yeah, so forever I know my whole life has been in been part of ZZ Top from Eliminator and Afterburner that came out in the early 80s. I can pretty much tell you all of those songs so yeah uh, rest rest in peace um mr hill and thanks for sharing absolutely cheers to that cheers to his family back on the upswing not to not to change the subject too hard but john axford <laughs> is back back the in the axe, the axe man who uh who was pretty 
famous for his time as a closer in Milwaukee. And then he did make a short pit stop over to St. Louis afterwards for a couple of years. He was in that World Series. Uh, he wasn't extremely helpful, but he was really good. <laughs> he was there. For he the signed the card. He was there. I mean, he threw hard. He, I, I just love that a guy named Axford was the the executioner. The end of the game. The, the closer. The axe man. Like, just good stuff. He's back, though. Yeah, 38 years old. The uh, Brewers signed him. No. Um, oh, they traded for him. Yeah, they right? traded for him. That's right. For a dollar. Yeah. The really? Cash, cash, cash considerations, because he was a minor leaguer, they could still trade for him. One dollar. wasn't on the 40-man roster. Yeah, I don't think he's going to help this year. Dollar. Probably not, hey, but still. He's just, going to be in Milwaukee tonight. He's going to be in uniform in Milwaukee. Yes. Uh, I think it's more of a ceremonial thing, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. I mean, he could, awesome. be, he could be. You You may be correct about saying that. So, I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was cool just to say that he is back in the MLB. Um, I don't think he's pitched in the big league since uh, 2017 or 18. Yeah, it's been a while. He's been off for a while. I can't believe this has never happened before. I feel like... Whoever votes for the National League Player of the Month um, has, hasn't done a good job the entire 15 years that Joey Votto has been a professional baseball player. Only because he just, in July 2021, is the first time Joey Votto has ever been the National League Player of the Month. I don't even, like, that's... I mean, do you want MVP, what, 2009, 2010, right around then? And you're telling me that year when he hit, I think, close to 50 home runs, didn't have a single month where he was the best player in baseball? So weird to be. Perennial all-star, flirting with Hall of Fame numbers, Joey Votto, never, ever player of the month. So, yeah, congrats to him, and he fucking deserved it. Some bitch has been nuclear high. Oh, he was slaying it! What do you think? Eight Jesus runs high. in seven games? Yes. Uh, I believe only the ninth player to get seven straight. I mean, he, almost, he almost tied the record with Griffin. Yeah, he needed one eight. more. Well, with eight and eight, or well, eight consecutive games, he hit one off the top of the wall. Yeah, yeah. It was almost didn't there. didn't the ballpark. So, yeah. Ugh. That fantastic to a fantastic player and... A fun guy to just follow. He, I mean, he loves. He, he's, he loves baseball, and he's, he's he loves the Reds. Like he loves guy. which sucks because they're just not so mediocre, and they have been almost his whole career. So, I, literally, I think he's made the playoffs twice. Like that sucks because he's such a Hall of Famer, yeah. and he loves that team so much. Like I'll always remember the the fan that hit the five ball. He's like, yeah, just we're on the same team. How about or the the. The one where he gets a foul ball and it's apparently eats some nachos. Yeah. Oh shit, I mean, it's, it seems like something weekly for him. Hell, last week he was calling some little boy down. I saw to, that. To give him a ball. Yeah. And yeah. a few weeks before that, there was a little girl that had like a shirt that said, I'm here to oh, see Joey. Yeah. And, and, and then he, he got thrown out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he got there. He gave her the, <laughs> you know, an apology note for getting thrown out. That's right. We, we he's that. just a really good guy. Even though he's Canadian, he's still a good guy. Hey, I, I almost said this. I... Because we are talking about the Reds, how about the dude in uh, New York that had a sign that said Jesse Winker, you're a bitch, <laughs> and then and then Jesse Winker signs a baseball, writes a note on the ball. Oh, is that what the sign said? To him. Yes. So I saw and, the guy getting the ball and excited. Jesse Winker was like, "I'm glad we have fans like you. Keep coming back." 
I saw all that except for the sign that they yes. just said Jesse Winker wanted the, the kid's sign. And yeah. I didn't understand it, it said he was a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I saw something that's fantastic. I saw something that said that he's collecting signs. Yeah, yes. that's, that's the, that's yes. the article yes. I said. He is collecting signs. I didn't see anywhere that it said, yeah, it said Jesse, it's Jesse, Jesse Winker. No, sorry, Jesse Winker, you're a super bitch. <laughs> I wonder awesome. if this kid knew that and like bet. Hard that he I, like. I see a picture. He had a plan going in. I see a picture of the fan, and he looks super familiar. Like he's done something stupid, I mean, or he went viral, like through Major League Baseball for some reason. And I could be completely wrong, but like I said, it, it he looks familiar to me. Call him. Give me the number. Okay. All right. So any anything else? Because I'm about to get real serious, oh, yeah. real quick. I didn't know that you were going to talk about a oh, no, no, no. serious thing earlier. He was 72, had a fantastic life, so oh, it's nothing oh, sad. It's just awesomeness. Joe Heim? Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, young buck. I've never even heard of you. I mean, you play in Texas. I apologize for that. But Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> you play on a major league team. I'm so sorry that it has to be the damn Rangers. Exactly. I mean, somebody has to be there, and it's you. Saturday so. night, two-run Jack, walk-off, wins it. Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon, solo shot, walk-off. Let's go. The first player, I think, since... Albert Pujols pit consecutive back-to-back, you know, back-to-back walk-offs. Whatever happened to that guy? He sucks, though. Oh, well, he, he's he's wearing hey, he's wearing number fifty-five now. So uh, back in the day when he was still in St. Louis, and I can't remember the year. I think it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine, somewhere around there. Hey, congrats to you, dude. Yep. Awesome. I mean, literally the first base coach on Saturday night walks up to him before his bat and goes, "Hey, what do you think? You, what's going to happen right here?" He goes. Oh, I think I'm going to hit a bomb. I think it was like third pitch into the at-bat. Two-run two jack. Walk it off. Let's go. Cheers to that, dude. That's tough. Okay. Let's see if he keeps it up. How about the mean rope? Yeah. Judah. Well, what you got? Yeah. <laughs> what you got? All right. So, let's be real for just a second. Terry Francona, uh, the Cleveland Indian 62-year-old coach, is going to step away again this year. It's two years in a row where he's had to have... A um, little time off for health issues. He, he stepped away during short season? Yeah. Serious gastro, gastrointestinal issue last year. In it's the like clinic. Or weeks. Leg issue or something this year. He has staph infection from okay. a toe injury. Yeah, but so I thought I read it was some kind of foot. Yeah, leg. I had a problem. And I guess there's some uh, blood clot uh, issues that happened last year. So I. I sounds like a lot. He's 62, so he's not dramatically old, but. Sounds like he's having quite a few issues here, health health related. So I, I hope the best for him. He's he's been around a long time now. Uh, he's a pure baseball guy. I I actually like Francona, even though you know I hated him for years. What are, why uh, is that, Chris? Why would well, you do that? I, unfortunately, he was in Boston, but always been a fan of him as the way he manages a team. He's always been, you know, he, he plugged and played in Boston. Now he had very good pieces to play with. But even, you know, when when he got to Cleveland and they were just supposed to be an okay team, unfortunately he he lost in the World Series to, to the Cubs. And then the other three years that he made the playoffs, I mean two of them he, he lost to to the team of pinstripes and then uh the Astros, when the Astros won it, he did a 
has done a very good job with a you know a team you look at on paper just a mediocre team i mean you had two guys on that team and then some some arms and that that was it he plugged and played and and put pieces here, put pieces there, and I hate that he's walking away. For well, right he's now. not walking away, walking away. For he's, right now. Yeah, stepping just down to hopefully get healthy. But, yeah, he's he's a pure baseball guy, great baseball manager. Mm-hmm. Um, the game the game's going to miss him. It's better when he's out there. Tito's fantastic to uh, to watch. He's, he's a hell of a guy. So I hope he gets well soon and gets back out there as quick as he possibly can. Yeah, I agree. Best of luck. Um, well wishes. We out. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure.